Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hockey's podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR, you make your first deposit and you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only on DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, what a series for the Rockies and against the Cardinals of all teams. It was fantastic. A 7-0 Cardinals team who had just swept the first place, New York Yankees, mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado coming back to town, Rockies whimpering after losing two out of three <laughs> to the Diamondbacks, losing four out of five to the Padres, and yet they come out victorious with all kinds of wonderful storylines today. Mm-hmm. Most of them center around Nolan Arenado, but most of which, if you would have said those things, people go, well, that's not believable that those things would line up and happen that way. But it did, but it did. But yeah, just in terms of scoring this series, it was popping at Coors. It was very Coors Field. 48 runs in this series. That's a lot. That's so many. That's a lot. Yeah, I think 53 is the most that we've had this season. It was against the Royals, which I thought was pre-pandemic, but it turns out it was only May. <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. the Back when we were living in the hot start. That's true. Yeah. It was I, a different time. I think the time. Royals scored something like 31 runs, and then the next day their hitting coach got fired because yeah. they only scored 31 runs. You know what? That they never took batting practice that whole time they were in town, and I'll never forget that. Great point. The uh, I did ask Rockies PR, 70 is the most for a three-game series the Rockies have ever played in back in 2002. Against the Yankees? Against the Yankees. That's right. Yeah. So you, you were following from afar. It was before I was born, but... <laughs> yeah, love that bit. So 8-5 win. I mean, there's there's a lot of good news. And even, you know, when we talk about Wednesday's loss, again, there, there's, some, there's some good nuggets there for us to chew on, uh, very much so. But on Thursday, 8-5 win. Hermen Marquez gives up a leadoff double to a player that, yeah, here, I'm going to rope you in early, right away. Rope Are you ready? In. I'm roping you in. He's not ready for it. You hear... Would you ever eat a Lars Newt bar? <laughs> yes or no? Would you eat a Lars Newt bar? Yes. I don't know what it is, but I'll eat it. A I'll Lars- try anything once. Okay. Well, <laughs> Lars Newt bar is an outfielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. And that's disgusting. My answer doesn't change. I'll try everything once. <laughs> what a team player here. Okay, Artie Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get into that documentary. When the offseason comes up, we can have a viewing party. We'll see. You know what? Well, now that it's relevant. It's too early to get sidetracked here. But Lars Newbar had two triples on Wednesday, <laughs> leads uh, the game off for the Cardinals with a double. And you go, uh-oh, Marquez ends up getting two strikeouts, gets out of that jam, quality start for him, and you really like what he's been putting together so far in the second half. Oh, for sure, for sure. Six innings pitched, eight hits, two runs. They were both earned. One walk, six strikeouts, and a home run to Nolan, Nolan Gorman. The other Nolan. Oh, it was a good week for Nolans. It, it pretty much the was. Nolan community was really thriving in Colorado for yeah. the most part. The bullpen on Thursday was spotty at best. And really, actually, it was really only one guy. It was Alex Collier. Are you concerned with him? He was the bridge to Bard, right? He was the eighth inning guy. Mm-hmm. He was getting to the be shut down. The bridge to Bard, that's a good way to put him. But in his yeah. past couple of uh, appearances, not so good. No, yeah, I think he's given up uh, two or more earned runs in his last three outings, seen his ERA in general 
over the last uh, few outings ballooned by a, a full run. So he's been struggling. And so that's where the game got interesting. We'll, we, uh, we'll, we'll break down the details here in, in a second. But he struggled. Carlos Estevez pitched really well mm-hmm. in a jam. I actually talked to him after the game about a save situation versus that. And he said, you know, it was kind of similar. It wasn't really any worse. What was most difficult for him was he had to get ready really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right? Column A, uh, I think he walked a batter. Then he gave up the back-to-back home runs to Goldschmidt. Then Arenado, his second <laughs> of the series, second in back-to-back games. and So many back-to-back home runs in this game. There were two. There were two back-to-back sets. First time this, seri- first time this season for the Rockies that there have been a pair of back-to-back home run sets that have been coupled together. Doubly. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. That was, that was poetry. But Estevez, he said he got about three to four pitches in the bullpen, had to go out there immediately. He slammed the door. That was incredible. Gilbreth did it in the top of the seventh, right when the Rockies were surging, mm-hmm. in the bottom of the seventh, and then Bard made it really, really interesting. What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> that ninth with Bard or the big six-run seventh inning for the Rockies? Well, well, you know what? Since we've started talking about pitching, let's okay. talk about Bard in the ninth inning okay. because he was making me very nervous. My blood pressure was through the roof. Bard pressure. It, it, all, it all turned out right. But yeah, in that one inning, two hits, one run, one walk, but he did get one strikeout and it ended the game and it was Nolan Arnato and he was looking. Every day of the series, every game had a little nugget, and yes, drama, so, exactly, drama, drama, drama. It was it was great, and we we almost didn't have it because he was DHing. Mm-hmm. The only drama we had was a couple really good plays by Brennan Donovan at third base, and you go, "Whoa, a great Nolan!" Oh, that that wasn't that was Nolan. I literally thought it was Nolan at one point. I did point. too. That, I did too. How could you not? <laughs> yeah, it, it, great uh, defense by Donovan, but he f- comes up in that spot. As the go-ahead run for the Cardinals in an, in uh, an eight-six game there, so that was uh, that was that was so wild. Get some looking. Mm-hmm. That was that was something. Also, another moment, another something. Um, <laughs> Yahir Molina, you know, took a moment to appreciate oh. his last at bat at Coors Field, um, and then when he was sw- he flung the bat right at Bard, probably by accident, but it it moved. Well. Th- Two of the like first three pitches were a little high and tight for Molina. Oh, do you, think, do you think it mound. might have been on purpose? A little bit. You think it was a little, little on bit. Little bit. Oops! Accidentally threw the bat at you after you threw two pitches at my head. But I have I've never I've almost never seen a player take in a moment like that. Other than you know last year Nolan gets a standing ovation. It's very clear that everyone's pointed at the person, mm-hmm. and even sometimes. I've never had a moment like that, but you're like, okay, I still have an at-bat to prepare for. That's really cool, but I can't soak it up yet, mm-hmm. right? Because I have a job to do. <laughs> this was soaking. This yeah. was before he stepped in, looked around. Didn't wasn't looking around like lovingly. It was just, I'm just, I'm just gonna enjoy this thing, whatever it moment. is. I'm not a huge cores guy, you know. Uh, I think they may have struggled to put some stats on the back of his placard pools. It was quite easy. Yeah, you know, he made his debut at Coors Field. First hit there, but for Molina, he just soaked it up. And then Bart said, "Hey, wake up! We got a ninth <laughs> inning to finish." Tosses the bat, and so that was that was spicy. I like that. It was spicy. To use spicy a term, is the word of the day. Well, we were we were talking as we were getting ready for Bud that that was a word that Nolan liked to use a lot. Spicy. Mm-hmm. He would say, like, you go back to that series. I think it was 2018 against the Cubs. Chris Bryant got hit. Uh, in the helmet, right, a pitch. Mm. Hamels came up and in at Arenado, and he said, "Oh, if we see those guys in the postseason, could get a little bit spicy." Spicy. Yeah, it, that was that was something. <laughs> but the uh, seventh inning was spicy. Six runs. It started off a lot like the, I believe it was the second inning, where the bottom of the Rockies lineup, first two guys ended up walking. They scored. Same thing happened in the sixth inning. First two guys walked, uh, and ended up scoring. They brought in Genesis Cabrera, the lefty, to face Charlie Blackman. And yet, Charlie Blackman does not... He doesn't subscribe to a lot of things. One of those things is to the left-on-left advantage for pitchers. He hits left-handed pitching. He just does. He He doesn't subscribe to uh, using a razor either. Those are two of the things he doesn't subscribe to the most. I didn't know if that was a transition into a read or not. No, but we'll have to talk with the Parker to see uh, (laughs) if we can, you know, do something with Harry's or... I think it's I can, Manscaped. 
Manscaped, sure. Uh, but for, for going in the Razor game, Harry's uh, would be the one. Speaking <laughs> of Harry's, uh, Bud Black, Harry Ralston yes. Black, uh, you know, had some interesting things to say uh, after the game. Obviously, let us know about some of the injuries. It was a very injury-plagued Ooh. couple of games. I want to say weekend. Anytime there's just weekend. three games, not it feels weekend. like a weekend. Uh, but yeah, a lot of guys were banged up. We'll get to that in, in, in just a second, okay. but I, I was a little concerned. I mean, the bench was, was getting pretty thin there late. Bench is thinning out a little bit. Um, I was, are we going to do, are we going to talk about Daza and the stories he told us about his outfield experience today? I think that's a, that's a, that's a good segue. Cause, cause the big news, I want to talk oh. more about it. Yeah. But the bench is thin. It's about to get a little thicker. I think <laughs> yeah. CK, not CC. Yes. Uh, but according <laughs> good, to sources. Good, good save. Thank according you. According to sources with Jonathan Daza looking like he's going to be headed to the IL. Winton Bernard is coming to the Colorado Rockies, folks. Yes. Curry Boy Summer coming to Colorado. Yes, this absolutely warrants air horns. Yeah, here, let's let him rip. Two-time guest. Yes, two-time guest on the show. We just had him on, uh, like, last week, the week before. It was very Could recently. Not, yeah. Just, and if you, want the, if you want the whole biography of him, yeah. longer conversation during the offseason, 45 minutes, it's a great story. It's, it's Josh Fuentes-esque. I, it might even be better. Like, I mean, not to be biased, I, I wrote the first kind of official Josh Fuentes story. Like, hey, this guy's a thing down in AAA. He's doing some interesting Patrick, stuff, to say the stop least. stop making these guys about you. I have to. <laughs> I, they're, they're my guy. Like, I keep an eye on the farm. Look, we're going to probably very soon, and they don't know it, the Blake Street Banner guys got to have them on because they do an amazing job mm-hmm. covering the minors. They do. That, they, they, everyone's their guy. But mm-hmm. that's because they're so invested in them. They dig through the, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff, their mm-hmm. stats, where they've been throughout their career. Winton Bernard, 10 seasons in the minors, folks, 31 years old, having his best season yet. One year in independent ball, but we're getting ahead of ourselves because yes. the reason – He's getting called up. Unfortunately, never wanted to be during one of these cases. Uh, is Jonathan Daza made a dazzling catch? Daza makes some dazzling Listen, catches. He is out there dazzling, but he he really gave yeah. us his all today. He did. He gave us a little too much because he popped his shoulder out of the socket. Wow. He popped his shoulder out and apparently popped it on back in himself, and it did not sound pleasant. But he was in good spirits, but especially. Because the Rockies got the win. Yeah, he he wanted the. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I don't feel any pain because we're winning." Well, what happens if you would have lost? He said, "I, I would have felt really, really bad." Yeah. And so yeah, wanted, wanted to make sure he supported Marquez. Got him out a little bit of a jam there. I think there was uh, Newbar was still on second base at that point in the first inning. Um, was escorted out, you know, through the Rockies bullpen. Yeah, very unusual. Was yeah, so that almost made it a little bit scary. But he was able to obviously walk off on the field. As you said, popped it back into place. It's the second time it happened. Rather randomly, I was I was watching a lot of Yard Goats game back in 2015 and was watching the game in which it happened to him. Too early, too early. Yeah. Tw- not 2015. Oh, 2018, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said 15? <laughs> you said 15. Uh, I'm 20, like, no, 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 Yard Goats weren't born yet. Uh, 2018. Yeah. And Because I, I talked to him just a couple weeks prior to that uh, mm-hmm. in, in a visit back east. And uh, nice kid, slid in the home plate, and that was it, shoulder dislocated. Mm-hmm. He popped it back in, but his season was you know, done for at that point. Younger guy, you probably want to be a little bit more cautious. He's a little older now. Maybe the Rockies won't necessarily need to do that. Don't need to rush him back either. So you're in somewhat of a win-win situation there. Uh, we're really going to have to wait and see what happens, but definitely won't be available here uh, in the near future for, uh, for at least the next week. We'll see what happens. Um, but... I, I, it did make me think with him going through the bullpen and going through the the bowels, if you will, of Coors Field, which is kind of how we get to the clubhouse and yeah. how we enter the stadium. It did make me think of some interesting interactions between people that are, you know, they're loading up their cotton candy, whatever it may be. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, why is one of the players here? Like, did You're I just see Jonathan Daza? <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, oh, man, I told them, like, the pink ones sell better on the day games. Blue on night. Is that Daza? Like, what What the heck? So uh, that must have been an interesting experience. And yeah. the, the, the clacking of the cleats on the concrete they down there. They, they're, those aren't easy strange. to walk on concrete with. No, no, that must have been uh, a very strange occurrence. Uh, what isn't strange and what isn't you know, hard to listen to uh-huh. is all the great shows that we've got on there the DMVR go. Sports channel, yes. on YouTube, DMVR Sports 2.0. Uh, 
Sometimes, depending on uh, whether or not we've been behaving or misbehaving. We're on our burner account right now. I tell you what, I am I'm so excited. I'm trying to get sued on the burner account. <laughs> I am so excited tonight when I get home to watch the Broncos show. They just got wrapped up. Yes. They were going for like an over an hour plus. I mean, it, it's it's about to be their time of the season. It almost is already in a sense, but they've got such amazing coverage right now over at the DNVR.com. Only 50 cents for your first month. Nuggets and Avs, they're starting to heat up their content as well, but Broncos are really going wild. And when you're a member, you actually get a discount to any of our tailgates. You get a member-sized beer once the bar is back up and running here in just a few weeks. Soon. But at the tailgates, Saturday, first one against yes. the Cowboys. Mini sliders, well, maybe not mini, and that's redundant. Slider, yeah, that's kind is, of redundant. Yeah, that's absolutely redundant. Super small mini sliders bites. Tiny <laughs> that's that's a bite, but yeah, you get a price break on those too when you're a member. So make sure you check out the dnvr.com. And if you want an annual membership, it's actually a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. Look, if you are not sure what to get at your local marijuana dispensary, guess what? Walk into any of 11 Denver metro area light shade locations because they're experts. They're bud tenders, as they're known. I love that term. They're so knowledgeable. They know their stuff. And that's the thing is, for me, look, I am a coffee connoisseur, right? Not a cannabis connoisseur. But when I go to a a new coffee shop or even one that I've been to, Mm -hmm. I ask and say, what's good? What do you like? To just to freshen some things up. You got to do that also when you go to Lightshade Dispensary so they can help you out. Uh, mention code DNVR so they can give you 25% off. Whether you're a member or just a podcast listener, mention code DNVR at any of Lightshade's 11 Denver metro area locations. Also mention code Colorado10 when you go to Evaca Sports, rather, evaca.tv slash DNVR. That's a channel that we're on. Uh, a package, a provider mm-hmm. that's got Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet. So you're getting the Rockies. You're getting the Nuggets and Avs at home on your very own couch. Maybe similar to these. You can actually watch a potential three-time MVP back-to-back-to-back to back to back in Nikola Jokic. I mean, yeah. it's unprecedented. I don't know. I, I feel like you here is more of an NBA guy. Th- three, three MVPs in a row? You mean Jordan would obviously be the guy you go, maybe. I, think I don't it think it hasn't Curry been since the 80s. Like, it's been a while. Like, it usually Magic. doesn't happen because of um, voter fatigue, which is a real thing in the NBA world. Voter fatigue. So if you, win, if you win too much, they're tired of you, so they want to change it. That is so interesting. I love to talk to the Nuggets guys about that because I feel like Jokic is in the sweet spot right now because his team hasn't won diddly. He's won it, but his team hasn't. So that could actually, you hear, to your point, voter fatigue. I don't know that there might even be that fatigue for Jokic if the Nuggets, let's say, go out and have the best record next year. I'm hyped for Nuggets season. I'm hyped for Ivaca Sports. Mm-hmm. Ivaca uh, TV, Ivaca.tv slash DNVR news code Colorado10 for $10 off your first three months. It's a good deal. Wednesday night was, for better or worse. Not a good deal. And I think, I, I want to say better because I think, yes, we're all Rockies fans. We're all baseball fans, right? We like a good story. It was a vintage Nolan Arenado game. Mm-hmm. Would you agree to that? I absolutely would. He was cooking. He was. He was fantastic. Had uh, his first home run at Coors Field as a visiting player. Obviously, it was his first one since 2021, uh, August 20th. Or rather, August 20th, 2020. Mm-hmm. He didn't hit one last year. Yeah. And it was his first home run with fans at Coors since September 13th, 2019. Think about that, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I hate talking about the 2020 season because I don't want to... I just want to forget that it ever happened, but it's got to be super different not playing for fans. I mean, that's the other thing, too, that I think has been written about a little bit is the idea that, you know, when fans got to see Nolan last year for the first time, they never got a chance to say goodbye. They Mm -hmm. saw him in the final game, a final home game at Coors in 2019, we didn't know. And, th- and that was it. You, no one, exactly. No one knew that was his final game. No one knew that on September no one, 13th, 2019, yeah. that was the last time they were going to see him do it in a Rockies uniform. No one could have imagined that that trade would go down at all and the way it did. So, And if you did, you were just one of those crazy people that holds a sign saying the end is near. And then you were right, but no one wants to give you credit for that. No. You wear a sandwich placard around all day. 
saying the end is near. No one's going to give you credit. Your imagination is fascinating. Look, I also if we got, if we're giving out credit here, we got to give out credit to today's DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, king of the game, Mister B Rod, Brendan Rogers, the B Day boy is having a good B Day week. It is a, it is officially a week. B Rod's birthday him. is yeah he's he's. Pushed the celebration out to last the whole week. He Today he was one for four, home run, a three RBI. It was a three-run home run right there in the middle of that big six-run mm-hmm. seventh inning. But to your point, Tuesday also had a great game. Yeah. Four for five. We talked about it a little bit about. Everyone had a great game on Tuesday. The, everyone <laughs> did. For, for birthday boys, the best for only four-hit game in Rockies history. <laughs> only the best. So that was cool. Elias Montero gave him a big shout-out in a conversation we had at the ballpark on Wednesday saying, you know, B-Rod, you know, Charlie has helped him out a little bit transitioning to the DH. Not that mm-hmm. that's going to be his full-time spot, but he's learned from Charlie how to get ready, how to get prepared when you're not on the field and you're in every pitch, or at least 50% of the pitches, right? You're in, you're in, the, uh, you're in on those pitches your team is making. And mm-hmm. then you're paying attention a little bit to the opposing pitcher when you're in the dugout. But when you're just in the dugout because you're the DH, that's a lot harder. So Charlie's helped him out with that. B-Rod, his locker mate, has helped him out a bunch. And it's crazy to think that after April, he was batting 0-78. Oof. He had only, in the month of April, only four more hits than you hear myself <laughs> and you, Susie. <laughs> That's it. Four for 51. And now he's approaching 300. Oh, my God. You got to love it. The hyphen hype. It's real. It's unbelievable. Also in the offense today, too, jumping around just a little bit. We are. We're all over the place. Glaces and Gritchick, two hits today. Gritchick had that five-hit game. That was his first game against the Cardinals, too. Which is so crazy to think of. Four yeah. years with Toronto, never against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So that was huge. I got to catch up with him. He's been a hard guy to come by. He's usually in the clubhouse. He's good. Mm-hmm. But you got to pick your spots. And I've got some business to talk with him about for story next week that I'm oh. very excited about. I'm already looking ahead. Do I, I know. know about this? I mean, you should. It's, it's nothing that's a secret, but it's about, about looking ahead in the calendar just a little bit. Okay. So I'm excited to talk with him. Uh, Blackman had that RBI single, as we mentioned there, uh, to get the rally going. And McMahon follows up. We had the one back-to-back home run earlier in the season. I think that was that was, that was Rodgers and Crone, right? Or Blackman and Crone. I think it was Rodgers and Crone. I think it was Blackman and Crone. But don't quote me. It was definitely Crone. It was definitely Crone. But this one wasn't definitely Crone. He got a well-deserved day (laughs) off. And it was Rodgers and McMahon going back-to-back jacks. Love to see that. Sam Hilliard, three walks today, also had himself a hit. Mm Got to know from you, Susie, is he more likely to take that game ball for his career-high three walks and put it on his treadmill or on a shelf next to the leash that he uses to walk his dog. What's better? What's a better fit? <laughs> I feel like the treadmill because it will motivate him to get a good stroll in. That was my that was my initial thought. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we got to have some options. Where else? Maybe the, the dog page. leash. No, I think the treadmill is the spot. Defensively, we mentioned Diaz's great catch there mm-hmm. in the first inning that would that saved a run. Montero made a nice leaping grab uh, of a Yadier Molina liner, liner at first base. Yes, that was great. So uh, he's been playing wonderful. Uh, did have his nine-game hit streak snap today. Eight since he's been called back up uh, on August second on trade deadline day, but. He did have a hit in his uh, previous game uh, before he was sent down. So he's been uh, really hot. Even had multi-hit games for five straight games, which was tying a rookie record. That's so impressive. And I'm so happy that he is getting this regular playing time now so he can actually shine. The thing that was interesting, and it was sometimes you tee people up with the quote that you want them to say or you're hoping they would say. And so you're like, I may have just shot myself in the foot a little bit. But I, I asked Buddy on, on Wednesday night after another good game from Montero, does he have a slower heartbeat? Yeah, yes, he has a slower heartbeat. <laughs> it is early. That was my preface. It's early, but he's like, it doesn't actually matter if it's early or not. If you have a slow heartbeat, you have a slow heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And he's just a calm guy, a little shy, not in a, not a bad way, but just kind of a, a quiet guy. I talked to him a little bit today in the dugout, and 
you know, he, he talked about liking the vibes there in, in San Diego last week. Mm-hmm. Um, just the beautiful weather. So he, he definitely enjoyed that. And he's enjoying his time in the big league. So um, love seeing that. Since being recalled from AAA Albuquerque on trade deadline day, he was batting 433 entering today. Four doubles, a homer, four RBI. He's, he's been just absolutely fantastic. Incredible stuff. I'm excited. I mean, everyone is. Just, everyone, the fans got what they wanted with Montero. We were banging their drum for Bernard. Blake Street Banter, got to give them credit. They're mm-hmm. all, they wrote the official letter. Like we, we, we piggybacked on that. Yes. We are not above piggybacking. Mm-mm. If you no, have good we'll content, good time. stuff, we will piggyback. We will quote tweet, whatever it is. So big shout out to those guys over there. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get Winton Bernard. Wow. Have you tracked his flight yet? No, I don't know what flight he's on. Your job is to professionally stalk now at this point. I know. Well, I was trying to figure out. I've been trying to figure out everyone's flights all day. I was getting all kinds of looks from Rocky's PR. They're like, stop asking. Well, one of the one of the things you were looking up pertained to Elias Diaz, who, you know, we saw it yesterday, swung at a pitch, stepped out, kind of paused a little bit. You knew something wasn't right. Really tried to play it off. But again, if you're paying attention, Yachty actually kind of got between Diaz and home plate, you know, and said a couple words to his pitcher just to buy him more time. Again, catchers look after catchers. Mm-hmm. Umpires looked after catchers. It was a very subtle thing just to buy him more time. But something was wrong. Once he finished that at bat, he just walked to the other end of the dugout. And that was, didn't look at Buddy as like, this is bad. Just Everyone knows. Like, they are all on the same page. That's one of the reasons why, as great as analytics can be and as helpful as it can be to create a winner, there is a human element in some moments. And that was one where everyone in the ballpark knew he's hurt. And we had that strange occurrence where Hampson, we, we talked to him briefly about it yeah, on our way out. We did. He uh, grabbed a catcher's mitt and on his way out, he's like, oh, somebody's got to warm up the pitcher. You might want to grab a mask, Garrett. He said, oh, crap. <laughs> Stevenson piped in at 95. He was scared to death. Connor Joe, a little bit more of a veteran, former catcher himself. Mm-hmm. He came out, catcher's mask with the mitt, caught a few more. Brian Servin came in the game. We found out sprained left hand. Not sure if it's broken exactly, but this, uh, this means he's, he, he might be done for for just a little bit which uh, we saw Don Nunez late in the game. You were, you were kind of tracking his flight, I think, to see. That's the flight was I was trying here. to figure out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, uh, he did end up getting there, I think, at, at game time. I don't know that he even was there for the game at all. So yeah. Connor Joe was, was no longer the emergency backup catcher. He just was the backup catcher. There was, there was no third string. He there was, was the no one guy. else, yeah. Yeah, he had to uh, just get in there and, and go and, and get himself ready. So uh, that was a, a strange thing. And this is this is going to be a weird shout out because okay. it's a jinx. I'm calling somebody out. You're oh, interesting. our guy Carlos. Okay. So our guy Carlos, and I want to make sure I get him right. He's uh, on Twitter at Esquina Diamant, uh, La Esquina Diamante. Yes. Which is the Diamond Corners. I think that's what that translates to. Yes. Yeah, you just give me the here. nod. Like nice job, Gringo. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Carlos, great guy. Love, love seeing him around. And so I had first talked to him. He had read my article about Elias Diaz never getting hurt. So I laid the groundwork on the jinxing, saying he's never going to, he's never hurt. And he's a tank, right? He's mm-hmm. banged up. He's always banged up and yeah. hurt some way, but not enough to go on the IL. And so he ran with it. He's like, yeah, the tank. We got to get that going. I'm like, all right, Carlos, <laughs> see what you can get going. Talk the guys up. They're pumped. Got a graphic. On his own, just went, and he got someone to make a, a thing of Elias Diaz oh, kind of poking no. his head out of the tank. The curse of the graphics. And yesterday, Wednesday, he goes, stops by a t-shirt place. No. He's, he's a, he, Carlos is a dude. He's a G. Stops, he's a and he's like, I'll pay extra for same day. Makes the shirt, hooks it up. The guys see it. They love it. They're talking about doing stuff for his charitable foundation. Later that game, no. Diaz gets hurt. We know who the jinx is. Oh, no. Carlos, I love you, buddy, but, and, uh, but look, I, wow. I kind of had the assist on the jinx, so I really, I shouldn't maybe be, be talking this up you too much. You do have the assist. It's the curse of the graphics. I, I'm somewhat called, that's not the first, right? It's not the first time because it's happened this season. We saw this with Connor Joe and his on-base streak. Which, 
I'm okay snapping those kind of things. I don't want to s- snap limbs. I don't. We don't want to snap body parts. We're no okay with snapping. snapping st- I can sleep at night knowing we snapped a streak, but but not snapping. I don't know a limb. how you guys sleep at night knowing <laughs> what no. you've done to when the it, tank. And when it comes to sleeping well at night, no, no. <laughs> you you think the Rockies are going to sleep well? Oh, false alarm. You think they're going to sleep well? Taking two out of three. We talked ad nauseum about. The 16-5 win on Tuesday. That was a false finish in wrestling. <laughs> Incidentally, heard an amazing story from one of the best writers in St. Louis that has to do with wrestling. If, if When you come down to the bar or you see me at one of the tailgates, ask me about it because it's, it's just a bonkers story. Kevin Collins was there, another wrestling guy. And we're actually, I might even work out a trade. There's a Rockies giveaway coming up soon. Uh-huh. And in St. Louis, when the Rockies go to St. Louis, there's a WWE bobblehead giveaway with David Eckstein, and we're going to have a trade. So do with that what you will. I'm exhausted. Look, when you have a really good giveaway, you got to show out, which is why you need to make sure you check out the American Raptors (laughs) at Affinity Park in Glendale. They're hosting the 10th annual Rugby Town Sevens tournament, August 19th through Sunday, the 21st. If you haven't checked the calendar, that's this weekend. You got to join them for the exciting and affordable action-packed weekend of fun for the whole family. They got a free arcade. You can grab some food, various food trucks, and of course, watch 20 rugby teams from all over the world compete to take home a prize of $10,000. Now, I don't know a lot about rugby, but I ima- I thought it involves only two teams at once. But 20 teams? This is why I need to go to Infinity Park <laughs> to learn more. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to AmericanRaptors.com to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. I got to listen to Colton Strickler's DNVR Rugby podcast. All good stuff. Because 20 teams, at, I mean, I would imagine the most would be four teams, but I don't know. There's so yeah. much to learn in the rugby world. There is. For tickets and information, visit RugbyTown7s.com. And don't forget our guy, Colton Strickler, as I mentioned. He's got all the good stuff on the DNVR Rugby podcast. What else from this weekend? All, all of the craziness going on. There's a lot happening this weekend. Also, I will, I do want to mention, I texted someone in the Isotopes organization asking what flight Witten Bernard is on. <laughs> and that person said, Susie, I'm not the traveling secretary. People are becoming fed up with me. Not with that attitude. You know what? You're not going to be the traveling sec- secretary. I guess With not. that attitude. Not with that attitude is right. Now, um, I, I, I don't know if I want to just give this person a shout out for being at the ballpark today or just say that you got someone's phone number. And now that I've already said that you got someone's digits. I should need can't to clarify. Say, no, we shouldn't. We should. Well, you can, but I don't know if you're. Now it already sounds bad. I already made it. You made it weird. I did make it weird. <laughs> so we'll just have to say you got someone's digits today. But not like that. You're going to give like me a that. bad rep. We still shouldn't say, but not like that. My, my reputation is very important right, to me. Right. But you did get someone's digits. I did. Yes. I'm a networker. I, I'll say I'm this. I'm not their networking. I have their digits. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. No, it was, it was, it was in a good way. It was yeah. actually definitely in a good way. Did you catch up with Alexa Dat? I did. You know, she I actually... Didn't. You didn't. I didn't. I went over and said hi. Um, but the funny thing is, so I went over and said hi. I was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. I've been following her on Instagram forever. But she mentioned that she actually tuned into our show with Katie Wu the other day. Let's go. We got so the bump. So she, she popped in. She we was watching. We got the dat bump. I know. We are absolutely repping in St. Louis this week. We are, for better or worse. For yep. better or worse. Well, we St. Louis, St. Louis was repping in Colorado. Three crowds of 30,000 plus, 34,000 on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night, folks. And then, even after the whole ceremony, 35 on Wednesday, yep. then 30,000 for the day game. Didn't necessarily feel like that at times just because how empty it was, mm-hmm. but... There were those moments where it did get very loud and amplified. It did, for sure. Um, But I get annoyed when people are like, oh, look at all these fans traveling. Before the Rockies existed, a lot of Colorado natives were St. Louis Cardinals fans. Great point. Yeah, I mean, mean, that was was the only, like, radio station you could hear was St. Louis. So it makes sense. Their St. Louis fans are not annoying. Now... You know what? They actually are not annoying. I will will agree. Totally. If you say... All opposing fans are annoying, then fine. Then, then there's no conversation. To you, they're all. But if you actually take a team-by-team basis, mm-hmm. it is annoying when the opposing you know, fans show out, they root for their team, and they can you know, mm-hmm. maybe get 
too loud. But even in, in Wednesday night's victory, it didn't seem that bad. Maybe that was because the Rockies had won Tuesday night and then, you know, kind of gave them uh, just desserts, if you will. But it was like respectful. Like they gave a good round of applause for Feltner when he came off the mound on Tuesday night after giving up five earned runs. But it was like they were, it, it was different. It was like we respect baseball. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, I, I'm kind of okay with that. Although when they said, you know, take me out to the ball game, you know, and if they don't win, it's a shame. Like I didn't know what, there's there's no mashup. When it's Dodgers and Rockies, it sounds like Rogers. <laughs> and you're like, wow, a lot of B-Rod fans. But it, it didn't sound like anything when you combine Cardinals and, and Rockies. It's just a bunch of mush. I would hope it would sound like Crockies, but it doesn't. Oh, if only. The Crockies are going strong, though. The gibbets are in full force. Everyone's Crocs are popping in that clubhouse. I'm pretty sure I saw someone rocking some off-whites with the gibbets in the off-white. Uh, but I can't be. But also, it could just be in the off-white shoe. Hmm. Not a big sneakerhead, huh? I'm not. I'm not. I was wondering. I was. We saw Chris Bryant in his boot today. Oh. And I did want to be like, are you going to put some gibbets in that? Ooh. You putting some gibbets fair. in that? That's a, are we all done here? All right. Thanks, Chris. The walk. That's a walk away question. Yeah. Hey, where are those, gib- where are those gibbets? <laughs> Tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll- I do want to know what he thinks about his bobblehead. I don't think his bobblehead is good. So we've we've seen it advanced. Oh man, we've seen it. That's, that's how you know we're part of the big Denver media elite. <laughs> we've seen Saturday's Chris yeah, Bryant bobblehead. <laughs> um, I do think it looks a lot like him. You're well, you're wrong. Okay, they got the nose wrong. The paint job that was on the one bobblehead that was shown to me was like impeccable. The pinstripes look really good. I wish they Overall, put that effort into getting the nose right. It was. You will see what I mean if you are at the game and you get the bobblehead. There you go. And then come at me. All right. So do, does it hold up in pictures? If you just see a picture, can you can you you know get into that that fight? Can you get into that conversation, or do you have to have it to see it in person to really have a, a strong opinion? No, I mean I I saw the pictures that you took, and it's just the nose is too too straight. It needs All to right. be turned up a little more. All right. Well, very Saturday will be the the big day. Well, they we'll did find them dirty. Uh, go as, right now if you're watching this. I'm not going to say you're a big baseball fan if you're watching this live. Mm-hmm. You're a big Rockies fan. Yeah. Because the Field of Dreams is game it, is going on right now. It's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, and our numbers just dropped in half. Oh, uh, everyone no. just flipped over. They're like, what? <laughs> but I'm curious with how many, if the numbers overall, ratings-wise, are going to take a dip because you get two teams under 500. Mm-hmm. Reds, Cubs, like outside of the juice that Joey Votto brings and his juiciness. Yo, that he's got you know. juice. You know what? I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but he just did a rewatch of Field of Dreams. Loved it. And was talking about how the end made him emotional, especially, you know, with the fact that his own father passed a number of years ago. Like he he got choked up. Yeah, I'm I like, thank was... you, thank you for sharing your feelings, Joey Votto. We love a man who can share his feelings. I, I love a good thread like that that yeah. was just nice and simple talking about his emotions. Scott Oberg, you know, did something like that. He got in the Twitter, you know, it's 2022. Okay, I'm going to do Twitter. And he jumps <laughs> on and, and had some really great advice for, I think it was just young athletes in general. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like, hey, you want to be a pro? Take it from me. Really great advice. Had a little ask me anything kind of situation. So it's nice when players can use social media because, God, growing up, like you just knew nothing about player. You That was why getting an autograph and going to the game was so valuable. And now... You know, maybe because I'm also just a little bit older, but I'm wondering how it is for younger people having just a moment. Mm -hmm. Like how many kids now see video of someone in the outfield having a catch with a relief pitcher? Mm -hmm. Would you rather that or an autograph? I I, I would think you'd want the moment. I want the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that gets that gets lost a lot with autograph seeking because you just like want that 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 piece of them because i think maybe you know i don't know does this stem from the early 1900s the 1950s and 60s elvis Beatles, where you're like this guy's never even coming through my town Mm -hmm. so i need something from them to hold on to Hmm. and now you can see anyone you know in your pocket on your phone yeah and so having that moment i think i think we 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 need to live in the moment a little bit more well people aren't living in the moment i mean even though you're having that catch with the player Someone's filming it, like someone's watching it through their phone. Sure, that's that's. So who not needs their an autograph? Moment. Honestly, it's not even about <laughs> the moment. Sometimes it's just about like I got the photo op. Sure, sure, a little little bit of FOMO. Also, pointing out mm-hmm. our guy Ryan Herrera, DNVR Rockies guest. Yeah, he's in Dyersville. He's covering that game. 
Uh, good for him. That's that is awesome. awesome. That yes. is awesome. I do have to say, though, I feel like Chicago is a little too represented in these Field of Dreams games. Yeah, that's fair. It's ridiculous. It's fair. It is the closest. I think there's a scheduling thing. If you go back and look at the Little League Classic, which is coming up here very soon, mm-hmm. I think uh, you've had Pittsburgh and, and the Phillies yeah. participate in that. I'm not sure. They've done it at least three times, I want to say. Uh, last year it was like Cleveland and, and the Angels, because I think Otani was there. Cleveland, you know, is so, you know n- more near uh, to, to Pennsylvania That's true. It's a logistics Colorado. thing. But, but over time, that will kind of evolve and change. And that, that's, again, that's also what's interesting, too, about the ratings. And it is interesting to go and look at those things and, and understand the narrative of, hey, you know what? Actually, people are watching baseball. The numbers are are really good and it, and it's not a this dying sport that we might think that it is but you look and say all right cubs big you know big history there mm-hmm. their fan bases should turn out both to Dyersville Iowa as well as Tuning on in. television yep. right they reds, always show up reds maybe not but if there's a dip you go well you know what we we want this marquee jewel event to do good numbers and we want to put the best teams and the best fan bases out there Reds let us down. Maybe Cubs even let us down because they're not that good. And if you're talking about these games uh, internationally or whatever, you know, mid-season or uh, early in the second half, late in the second half, whatever it may be, can you rely on the Rockies to turn out? Do you want to put the Rockies in one of those crown jewel events? Right? That That's the argument against it, I think, why MLB might say, Cool, they might Rockies. be hesitant, yeah. We, we, want it. we want everyone to have a fair share. You know, we'll have you, we'll have you go uh, play a game down in Mexico or something like that so you can get in, in, uh, involved. And I think that makes a little bit more sense. But if you're talking about internationally going over to Europe, and we're hearing Dodgers-Yankees maybe in Paris. Uh, but the Rockies have such a fan base in Paris. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee. Oui. Uh, for, uh, Rockies France. Rockies France, one of Shout my favorite out. accounts. <laughs> one of our favorite accounts, absolutely. So, uh, so many great, great stories. Look, the the Rockies, they're keeping it interesting. Well, well, they're keeping it entertaining. They are entertaining us. Always something to talk about. Speaking of entertaining, Susie, let's entertain the fans. Is it my turn? It is. Ta- I'm going to tag you in. Tag like wrestling. me in. You're no. In. <sighs> yeah. Tag me. you're in. Let's Here, let's see those graphics. We're going to play Say What, where I am going to give Patrick some out-of-context quotes, and he is going to guess who said them. Patrick, are you ready? Let's do it. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to see the graphics as well. Usually that allows me to cheat and figure out what's what. No cheating today. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm trying to remember what my first one is now. <laughs> put it yeah, Here, put it up, and I'll be able to see. I know. I <laughs> wait. No, hold on. I got a list. Don't worry. I tell you about how, how this might be a little. Uh, it's wonky. tricky. We're in a new studio. But you know without... what? We have to be forgiving to ourselves, right? We do. We do. We're, we're living life the best we can, and mm-hmm. you live and you learn. All there, right. There's nothing. There's no better way that we could have done this. This is great. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Quote number one: We have a chance to win the division, and it'd be the first time. I've ever been a part of a team that's won the division. So, yeah, I want to win. Patrick, who said that? Who hasn't been a part of a division <laughs> winner? Who, who, has, who has maybe said this like 30 times in the past month? And who hasn't been a part of it? Got to be Nolan Arenado. We, it is. It right? Because Katie told us that, I think, on, uh, on Monday's live show, mm-hmm. which was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. They were a wildcard team last year. He said it in the dugout on Tuesday when we got a chance to talk with him and, and just seemed at ease and had a lot of interesting things to say. So, yeah, I think we know that who said what or who say that or who say why. We know Nolan Arenado. Yeah, but he said it again. You know, he said it in Double St. Down. Louis. He said it again when we talked to him on Tuesday when he was back. There he is. He said it a couple of times. But, yes, Nolan said that. He doubled down. When he really needed to triple down because that's all he needed for a cycle on Wednesday. <laughs> Lars Newbar had two, didn't share with his buddy. Again, you can read that article on the DNVR.com. They're buddies. About how Nolan Arenado, yeah, took him under his wing, mm-hmm. said, hey, come hang out with me in the offseason. So Lars Newbar did not share well. Nolan Lars Newbar is Nolan's adopted son. That's how I like to see him. I like that. Yeah, it's, it it's adorable to me. All right, we got another one. You ready? 
What say, what say who? What's, who said that? All right. Quote, I didn't know how far it was going to go, but it sounded amazing. You know, those are the sounds that baseball players look for. Patrick, who said that? All right. From the graphic, I have a very good guess. But I don't know. It would have been someone, obviously, that uh, hit himself a homer. I'm actually going to switch up my answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget the graphic because my initial thought was Randall Gritchick. But if you're talking about deep home runs, and I don't – and I, we haven't talked about this. I didn't put this in the notes. So great job highlighting the Rymac, Ryan McMahon. You are right about the context oh. in that it is about Ryan McMahon, but he didn't say it. Ooh. Randall Gritchick said it. Oh. It was, and you were there. I was and there. And you were there in That's person okay. when we were all talking to him. But that is what Randall said about Rymac's 495-foot home run that got that pitcher DFA the next day. Yeah, poor TJ. Poor TJ. TJ McFarlane. Yes. So you were you were there. You were right there. I was. Yeah, that was that was uh that was a shot, man. That was that was beautiful. Yeah. He he got all of that one. That's again, that's McMahon at his best and what do you hope he can continue to do? He seems to have I'm not gonna say calm down, but he seems to be a little bit more at ease. Buddy talked with him. Mm-hmm. Think I don't know what he said exactly, but I can imagine it could be, dude, you already got your deal. They can't take that away from you. If you hit 18 home runs next year with 60 RBI, sure, you're going to be disappointed because you know you can do better than that. The team's going to be disappointed in you. You can do better than that, but guess what? You still are going to make that money. So go out there, have a little bit of fun, and he's been doing that since the conversation last week in San Diego. Love yeah, to see it. it almost seemed like he was trying to top you know, his previous performances. Yeah. He was doing too much. Too much. Too much. Do less. No, he's been great. He's been absolutely great. Do less to do more. Yeah. Who said that? Is that forgetting Sarah Marshall? Uh, no, I don't know. It could be just me. Okay. All right. <laughs> do less <laughs> to do more. Patrick Lyons. Where's the graphic? We don't have it? Oh, okay, moving on with the game. All right. We got another quote. Quote, I hate doing Philly games. As far as fundamentally and defensively, the Phillies have always been just not up to it. Patrick, who said that? Whoa. So it made me think of an umpire, but the fact there's the fundamental and there's the defensive stuff. I'm going to go with my gut and say it was umpire Angel Hernandez. No, Angel Hernandez would never say anything bad about anyone. Okay, well, but it's interesting yeah. that you said Hernandez because it's a different Hernandez. I thought it was Chris Guccione. He also had a bad day at the play. Who's the other Hernandez? Keith Hernandez said this. Keith, oh, it does on look like a air on SNY was talking about how he has asked SNY to not put him on Phillies games because he just what? doesn't like them. He doesn't want to go to Philly. He doesn't want to talk about Philly. He doesn't want to see the Phillies play, which is very sad because they have been electric this year. Look, I never, I didn't want to say this publicly, but <laughs> Keith Hernandez doesn't like Chicky and Pete's. <laughs> yeah, unleash the hounds. Patrick, is that real? No, I don't know. Okay, I know. See, that's how serious it was. Where you were actually concerned. No. No, no, no. That uh- cheese sauce is is okay. Patrick, get out. Leave. The fries are bomb. But the cheese sauce, cheese sauce is good. It, it's really good. I'm just not a cheese sauce guy. Please stop talking. It is really good. You know, I rescind <laughs> that statement. I'm going to take it back. Please Let stop me... talking because we have one more quote. Please. That I would love to share with you. Okay. It's a very wholesome quote. Are you ready? I love, I love wholesomity. Quote, <laughs> I've rubbed up quite a few balls in my life. Patrick, Hey-oh. who said that? <laughs> Can I plead the fifth? Uh, my Lord. So the silhouette looks like Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. So again, that makes you think it's, it's an umpire. Uh, we know that earlier in the season, pitchers were having a little bit of issue with some tackiness. We actually saw in today's game on Thursday, Jordan Hicks, he was using the rosin bag like on his arm. And the ump was like, no, you, you, can't, you can't do that. Like you, you can't you know, mix those things together. Historically, you've been able to. But um, I'm going to, again, I'm going to go off the silhouette. I'm not going to say Malcolm Gladwell. I'm going to say 
Michael Richards, a.k.a. Cosmo Kramer, based on that hairdo. Yeah, no, obviously not. Uh, so Cameron Mabin said this on air on oh, okay. the Yes Network. He's in the broadcast. This is his first season as a color commentator with the Yes Network. It was during the Yankees-Mariners game. Camera guy had a great shot of someone rubbing up the baseball. So this went viral on social media. I vaguely remember seeing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, Cameron said, Oh, yep, yeah, I've rubbed up. So he said that. And literally afterwards, almost 20 seconds of just silence. And it kind of sounded like they muted the mics as if maybe they had to. Maybe they were laughing. They laid out death. on that. Here's the thing he hasn't done that. He said that to say that. Baseball players don't rub up baseballs. Umpires do. Baseball players don't do that. No, maybe all. in the offseason. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying said to give it, him more credit. Whether he said it just to say it or if it was just something that was worded in a way he didn't intend, it was hilarious. He knew what he was doing. I'm giving him credit. You're I, giving that, him I like credit. That. Okay. He's, he wasn't a Rocky, but he is tangentially Rocky's beloved or beloved by some Rockies people. He's the Asheville guy. Mm -hmm. So Asheville tourist, long, uh, low affiliate for the Rockies. So big Asheville, a Asheville tourist guy and Asheville player. So, uh, we love Cameron Maven and, uh, we love say what that was fun. Yeah, no, I think these were some good ones for sure. Vibes are immaculate getting back in studio here. I, I have it's to great. say, yeah, I've definitely missed this. We were both on the road last week, but it's nice to also just have a studio that we can be in again. This is it. We're not leaving now. We're not giving it back. Squatters have a squatters have a remarkable amount of rights. Yes, and we're gonna squat on the DNVR Sports <laughs> 2.0 channel, and they're like, Fine, "You can have that one." We're going back to the main one, but we're we're gonna do this thing. And it's man, our, we're it's we're, our burner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna do this thing again uh, on Sunday mm -hmm. post game show. That big three game series against the Diamondbacks. <laughs> But we're going to have a lot of uh, Witten Bernard conversation to talk about. Maybe Dom Nunez even. I sure hope we do. Because, yeah, these are two guys that I, I mean, yeah, Dom Nunez, great guy. Witten Bernard, great guy. You want to see them playing for the Rockies. You want to see them. You just want to see them shine. I love this for them. This guy, I mean, we could have like a Jose Iglesias type moment on first base getting, you know, great applause from fans. I think there's I think there's enough of the hardcores out there. And again, if you're listening to this, you're definitely one of the diehards, right? That they're going to go out to the game. They're going to watch. They're going to support Winton. And when he gets that hit, they're going to get to their feet. And everyone's going to go, what? Okay, they'll maybe see the graphic up there real quick. First career hit. And they're going it, to, it's going to be a moment. Ooh, it's got to be. Getting some goosebumps it's just thinking be. about it. Okay. And if it's not... Anyone watching at home that knows and that follows at DNVR underscore Rockies or me at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter, you know what Wynn Bernard means right now to this team. For sure. For sure. It's nice that the people of Twitter, the Rockies fans of Twitter are getting everything they are asking for. Absolutely. You can get, you can get everything Susie's asking for on yes, Twitter too. I'm at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. We've got some momentum going uh, into the weekend there. Enjoy the Diamondbacks. Enjoy the Chris Bryant bobblehead. Is there any momentum uh, for a giveaway on Friday night? I don't think so. No. All right. The big giveaway weekend was a couple homestands ago. That's true. Yeah. They should give away late in games in the ninth inning when it's close, just like a Rockies branded paper bag just for people to breathe into. <laughs> Why not? I thought you were saying the Rockies giving away games is the giveaway. Oh. Also, <laughs> we know what people would really do to those uh, paper bags. You know what I mean? Uh, so, but look, you know what they truly say about momentum? <laughs> it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you in a couple days. 